Welcome to Table Flipping. I'm actress Taylor Mishak. And I'm writer Alyssa Littman. Join us as we sit down with guests to unpack how the fascinating, messy women of reality TV have shaped our lives. And of course, dish about Bravo, The Bachelor, and everything in between. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Hello, Alyssa. Hello. Week two of social distancing. Yeah. So that it. <laughs> it's crazy. Afredo misses you so much. Oh, I miss him too, and I'm scared he's going to forget who I am. But he's Mike told me that very his big. dog in Philly remembers me, so that gave me hope that Fredo will remember Aww. me. Oh. <laughs> this is um, good. I wanted to start today by saying that today was supposed to be the beginning of the March Madness tournament. Um, and at Vanderpump, in this episode, they went to the garage which is in Culver City, and that's where we watch most of our March Madness games. Oh. <laughs> so sad. Everybody's bummed. So sad. It would just so fucking suck so much to be in it. It, it blows for us, and we just love watching it. Can I you imagine know. if you're on one of these teams or if you go to one of these schools and it's like you just, just don't get to have it. It blows. I know. And some of these kids, like, can't play in the NBA, and it's, like, the no. last time they'll get to play professional-ish basketball. It's a bummer, but I hope they find a way to – just shift it later in the year or something because it means so much and it's also like they make so much money off of airing it i know and if there was believe me if the national speech and debate forensic tournament was canceled my senior year oh man (laughs) i would have had a absolute (laughs) meltdown so i feel for them that's amazing um all right should we talk about britney's wedding dress yeah we should man (laughs) i it was just not committal enough to being one of those like sexy corset dresses because it was still very like a conservative version of a corset dress which in fact made it look unfinished yeah it also had like almost every trend in the bridal industry right now just sort of slammed together like she had this ruching on her butt that was doing her no favor there i don't know what i I will say is did you see in the reception she pulled her hair up at a ponytail this is all about accessories should we start another hair accessories podcast yes um she put her hair up in a ponytail and the she had strings of pearls yeah. hanging into her ponytail, and I got to admit, I loved that. I thought yeah, that was, that was really beautiful. Cool. I thought that was really good, and I kind of thought when she took the bottom of the dress off for the party, it was better. It just was, I don't know. It just, you got to pick a direction. You it know, was I think true white, right? It would, did you say it was or it wasn't? It was, like true yeah. white. Yeah. Which like a is not no great. cream, no, <laughs> it, it was like a very bright white, like a white with like a blue undertone because it's yeah. so bright yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah I don't know look I think Britney's obviously a beautiful girl there were a lot of nice things about her look uh I don't think the dress did her any favors no <laughs> and hey I said it last night on our Instagram live and I'll say it again I thought Jax looked very handsome and sweet yeah I I, uh, I I liked yeah. seeing him like barely hold it together. Look, I understand that like when you're paying a hundred thousand dollars for a wedding, um, which by the way, like if that was in LA, I would be like, okay, I understand how the price got up there. But the fact that it was in Kentucky, it was like, oh, that is like a good down payment on a house that probably wouldn't have been in Valley Village. So yeah, I think is. you guys need to take a look at your life choices. And then I'm like seeing Britney's ring on her finger and I'm like, damn, they have spent so much money just on this wedding situation. And they want to have kids immediately. And it's like, with what? I know. With what money? With what um, money? But... Uh, I understand that it's like everything's high stakes and like of course you're gonna be pissed off if they don't bring your alcohol over or whatever it is but I was like damn uh, has Jax shown that he hasn't changed at all by the way he's (laughs) handling this but that's what we want we don't want him to be learning too many lessons you know how cringeworthy were their vows really bad and you know what they were like we both love friends (laughs) you're my lobster and i was like oh jesus christ funny because i was thinking like the writers of friends probably don't know that they're literally quoting jokes they wrote you know whatever 20 years ago in their wedding vows in this fucking tv show and how yeah exactly i want a lawsuit to come out of this i would be so honored if somebody like a joke that i pitched in the room so long ago ended up in some reality tv show vows that would be amazing it's just they're both so they're both so silly the fact that he was like "I i had to write these down and it was just like four sentences about how he loved 
Britney and her boobs and the fact that they both like friends. Yeah, she's like, like, we love to have that written down. We love our dog and we love (laughs) friends. I'm like, if those are my vows, someone tackle me and don't let me marry the person I'm going to marry. The foundation of all of my friendships, honestly. Yeah. Just swap I mean, out B dubs with Hooters, you know, and there yeah, you go. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I guess we I guess that's kind of how we got started. So maybe I shouldn't throw so much shade. <laughs> if you and I were gonna get married, we would be like, All right, we love dogs, especially Fredo. Yeah. We love reality TV and Alyssa tolerates B dubs for me. Yeah, so. I enjoyed it. It was good. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Oh, what do we think about this Jones versus Jones on third debacle? Yeah, I, I'm confused. Okay, so for everyone who doesn't live in L.A., uh, there's two restaurants. One is called Jones, which is like an old school Hollywood Italian, like semi-fancy place you would go get like a margarita, or sorry, a martini and like a chicken parm or something like that. And you could see it from my apartment window. Right, which is, and they have like a really delicious looking, um, uh, what is it? It's like a an apple pie, but it's like baked in a skillet. It looks really oh, good. I've yeah, never been like there. It's like an apple turnover situation. It's so good. Yes. And then there's Jones on 3rd, which is a very casual like place you would just run in and get a coffee or maybe get like a deli counter lunch or something like that. So basically what Dana is saying is that she confused Jones on 3rd with Jones, the fancier, more sexy Italian restaurant. Therefore, she shouldn't have been so mad at Max for weaning this girl off of him at Jones on 3rd. And then she's also like, we weren't exclusive. I'm like, okay, well, then why are we talking about any of this? Yeah. <laughs> I have I have been inside of the the fancy Jones. Like, yeah. And we, cause we, Tony and I like to go, but you'd always need a reservation. So really, we've only gone twice, and it was at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And we were there at 4 o'clock. It was just us sharing a pasta. And this girl walked in and sat at a table and waited for, like, 45 minutes. And then she, to her server, she was like, I'm actually just, like, waiting to meet somebody. And the server was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts to walk away. And then he paused, and he turned around, and he was like, you're not supposed to be at Jones on 3rd, are you? And she was <gasps> like, yeah, I am. And he was like, oh, honey, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we are just Jones. And Jones on 3rd is, in fact, on 3rd. And right now, at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it's going to take you like 40 minutes to get there. And she was That's like, no, it got up and ran out. And I love was that. Like, happens all the time. So I do think it is a, you know, little L.A. mix-up. Um, and I just... I, I hate this because I was so pro Dana standing up for herself last week. And now this week she's like, well, if it was at a coffee shop, then no biggie. <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> and then she tries to reconcile with him. And he's like, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's OK. She's it. better off. She, she shouldn't is. be with him anyway. I did love her being like very shady to Danica. I do think Danica versus Dana with a little mix of Charlie's dumb comments about like, well, I'm glad to know that even though I'm the youngest one here, I'm not the dumbest one. Like, I think that's a promising combo for the future. Yeah, this is true. Charlie, Danica Charlie. having to, like, blow into a breathalyzer and then Dana being so rude about it. I'm I'm enjoying this. Yeah, they're a good, they're a good uh, freshman class. Yeah. I mean, I'm, Danica has been there for a long time, but still yeah. it feels like a freshman class. Um, do you want to talk about the restaurant in the sky on Real Housewives of Atlanta? Oh my God. Yes, I do. I wanted to know how you felt about that. So we saw on Real Housewives of Atlanta, they're on a trip to Greece and they get in this restaurant in the sky, which is a table with chairs, not unlike like a roller coaster chair situation attached to the table and then a crane lifts it 100 feet in the sky or was mm-hmm. it yards was it yards it was I think yards. it was 100 feet because it was okay. less than a football field okay, and a yes. football field is 100 yards yes yes you like the NFL more than me so that's on you <laughs> why does 300 yards sound more appropriate I think because a yard is three feet. And then (laughs) so I think you're doing like the American version because you don't really. Yeah, it's okay. Everyone ignore this part of the podcast. Uh, But not great at math, great at reality TV. Same, same, same. Great Um, at writing, not great at math. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah. So they're in the sky. They're like floating. And then, then the food they were eating was like. 
fucking gourmet, like the food that looked delicious. And I yeah. was like, I don't think you would need to do both because I'm probably really not concentrating on like how nice the food is. If my like feet and my butt are tingling from just like being so <laughs> high up. It yeah. looked beautiful, but I would do just like kind of what Nini did, which was just drink like four glasses of wine and like yeah. talk. It feels like the the fancy gourmet like little fillets and like crazy little ahi dishes and stuff they were getting are kind of wasted on people who are getting wasted and nervous in the sky. I was very scared that they were going to drop their phones because they were filming the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was just scared they were going to drop food or things in general. Uh, but they seem to really enjoy it. Um, I don't know. I don't – yeah, I agree with you. I don't necessarily think we need, like, a very fancy – meal uh also it was spinning which gave me pause like maybe i would get a headache or would something. you do it would you go i would probably do it if a group of my friends thought it was very exciting if it was just like me and mike i don't think i would be like let's spend our money on this it seems yeah very scary yeah you know very true um also nini had like a very funny quote when cynthia was cynthia god love her she's beautiful and she is about to get married to mike hill uh, she's like 52. Hi, Fredo. <laughs> oh um, she's about to be 52, and she thinks that she can still have a miracle baby with Mike Hill, which, like, mm. maybe she can. And then Nini, in her talking head, just goes, Cynthia's not having a baby. Where's her egg at, girl? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I love Nini. I think Nini Where's has, like, such good girl? one-liners. Very good. She does, and they seem very off the top of her head. Yeah. Excuse me, Fredo. <laughs> Um, we had a little, uh, one of my favorite things about Andy Cohen, I, I truly think that he should be allowed to moderate a presidential debate because he's so good in conflict and he's so good about handling very difficult people without making them feel like he's being a bad guy. Yeah. And what he did this week with Danielle Staub, she was basically saying like, I'm not going to come out and talk about my experience and like leave this show unless I can sit next to Andy. And everyone knows that the position next to Andy is the most coveted high-powered housewife position on any reunion That's as just we've seen from Vicky Gunvalson's meltdown a few months yes. ago when she too wanted to sit next to Andy she was like I'm not gonna sit at the end like some <laughs> loser <laughs> that's an amazing Vicky impression Thank you. <laughs> um but yeah so Danielle was trying to she was like I don't feel safe and I can't hear you when you ask me questions because they talk over me and Andy was like you can't hear me and she's like yeah I have a tough time hearing because everyone's screaming and he's like, okay, well, I'll make sure they don't talk over you. And then he basically just said, like, look, the last time we did this, Teresa got off the couch to attack you and I got thrown down to the ground, which is like one of my favorite moments in Housewives <laughs> history. And then he's like, and then Mar- you pulled Margaret's hair and she's sitting on the other side of me. So I'm not gonna like put you in danger by sitting you by sitting ne- you like next to one of them. And she's like, move them. And he's like, here's the situation. I don't want to put you in danger. I'll make sure you can hear me. It's your choice. And just, like, leaves the room. And I was like, he's so great at handling that kind of bullshit. I love him for that. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. I want, he needs to be moderating a presidential debate with Bethany at the podium, dude. Yeah. We're figuring this all out. We've got everyone cast. <laughs> Bethany and uh, third term Trump because he's definitely going to try and change the rules so he can keep being president. <laughs> um, but that, you know, okay. And that, let's see, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, let's talk about the Real Housewives of <gasps> Beverly Hills trailer. I am going so bananas in quarantine that you had texted me that it was up yesterday morning and I like scrambled into the living room and like airplayed it on the TV and like made Tony stop moving and breathing. And I <laughs> almost cried. I was so excited. <laughs> like I was like so, so, so happy to see because Beverly Hills is my favorite, yeah. favorite, favorite. Like I, I got into the real housewives through them i only started watching other shows as like a way to like basically survive until the next season came out and i was disappointed in last season yeah so this trailer looks so sick we get to see this like infamous denise richards did she or did she not have an affair with brandy glanville yeah so for those of you who haven't you know kept up with every like us weekly article that's come out basically (laughs) the controversy this season in beverly hills is that Denise Richards, who's presented herself as very, like, open and, uh, you know, in a very progressive sexually relationship with her husband, uh, essentially what Brandy Glanville is claiming is that Denise said 
she was allowed to hook up with women even though she was married like that was an understanding between her and her husband and it's all good and above board well that doesn't seem to be the case yeah (laughs) and so now people are sort of vilifying brandy and then it appears in the trailer that at a certain point lisa renna turns against her good buddy denise and Mm -hmm. is confronting her about essentially lying which Uh, is all i ever want is lisa renna falls deep in whatever shit is happening because she was so zen last season and like out of the drama and i hated it yeah right Uh, like she was just like not very and now in this trailer she looks like she's like getting down and dirty and like having like hardcore confrontations with denise oh yeah it's gonna be very exciting um it also looks like dorit is sort of like stepping up to the plate as well and getting nasty with people which i appreciate and i hope some of her drama with pk and his debt that he owes to casinos comes up as well yes uh and then we get to see we have a new cast member oh my god garcelle she she throws shade and so i love that it's also not just going to be one thing like part of the problem with last season was everything was about fucking lucy juicy apple juicy whatever the fuck that dog's name was yeah and that was like every episode it's not unlike Vanderpump now with like every episode being the wedding it's like this looks like it has shit with Teddy being called boring Dorit is getting confrontational we have a new fucking cast member who is throwing shade like and then on top of it all the Denise Richards bullshit do you know what Garcelle did to her ex-husband no (laughs) okay so like 10 years ago I love this I'm so excited to see this personality on the show uh, Garcelle Beauvais was married to, I think, a partner of CAA, and she found out that he was cheating on her after they had kids together, and she sent an email to all of CAA, which is a big agency in uh, Hollywood for uh, those of you not in the industry, uh, and it said, subject line, Tiger Woods slash Jesse James slash Mike Nylon, and then she said... <laughs> What do they have in common? I found out today that my husband of almost nine years has been having an affair for five years with some slut in Chicago. I'm devastated and I've been duped. Our boys don't deserve this. (laughs) Anyway, and then she like had to apologize afterwards, but she fucking emailed the entire company. Wow. (laughs) Wow, 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 wow. Um, So I'm very excited for her energy on this season. Fuck yeah. What else do we have to look forward to? Like, so much. We have the Real Houses of New York trailer came out as Mm -hmm. well, and that's uh, premiering pretty soon in April. I'm so grateful for that because that's also one of my favorite franchises. Mm -hmm. We have the rest of Vanderpump, um, which we'll see if there's actually any there there. They're kind of teasing that Jax messes up again, but I have a feeling it might be him being like, I don't know if we got married too fast, and that's it. Yeah. Um, And then we have Kardashians starting next week, which I think I'm going to hop on this season again. I um, think you should. And watch with you. It's fun. I mean, I've never watched it fully in chronological order like we committed to it. But I have a lot of fun when I do. It's such a silly, stupid fucking show. There's nothing really real that happens. Yeah, it's easy to keep up with because you hear so much about them in real life. Yeah, and it is fun to just like look at their outfits and their fucking makeup and like listen to them talk. And I do get a kick out of Chloe and she's in it so much like that was the drama last season was that only kim and chloe were filming (laughs) and the finale was them being like courtney and the and kylie and kendall don't even do this anymore like this isn't (laughs) fair uh so i wonder if this season will be featured more oh and we need to talk about uh Big Brother Germany. Oh, right. So uh, I have to give credit where credit is due. Tony actually sent me this article, which was like the last people in the world to not be aware of the pandemic are seven, 14 people in Germany. Um, so a bunch of them started Big Brother on February 6th, which is like exactly what it sounds like. The premise of the show is like an isolation show they're all in this house they're just like filmed while they live together and they have no internet they have no access to the outside world Mm -hmm. they added four new housemates on march 6th which was three days before germany would report its first death from the virus oh no so this article came out last (laughs) week and it was like we have 14 people living in a house who have like no idea what's going on and then there was this big uproar that was like this is wrong we have to tell them what's going on like they have to just be filled in at some point uh so they ended up having a special episode tuesday of this week on the 17th where they gathered all the housemates and announced what was happening and a bunch of them just like burst into tears yeah, and were crying course. and freaking out yeah what a weird i wouldn't 
I wouldn't even believe it if that was like how I found out. It's it's hard to believe now, and I've been living through it every day. Could you imagine if you've been living in this house and you just get an announcement? Yeah. And what was interesting is part of the reason the producers in Germany agreed to do this is because in 2001, America had the same problem with their Big Brother cast and 9-11, and they had three housemates left inside the house, like, under complete isolation, uh, and September 9-11 happened, and they ended up, like, announcing to them, and one of the castmates had a family oh member no. who was missing in 9-11. It was, like, absolutely insane. So that's, like, part of why Germany called it. And in this article, it was talking about all of the shows that have been canceled, like Amazing Race, Survivor. We know that The Bachelorette has been postponed. Mm -hmm. And now Big Brother, uh, the American version, was supposed to start in a few weeks, and that's been postponed. It is crazy. It is nuts. Um, I can't imagine, like, I would just immediately want to go be with my family or my boyfriend or whatever, you know, whoever's closest to you. I think it's, like, so unfair that they kept that from them. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a lawsuit waiting to happen, kind of. <laughs> but also, isn't it so, like, that they're, in a way, like, one of the safest people in the world? Yeah, that's like, totally true. <laughs> like, I was thinking there. about The Circle, which we, we want to do an episode about The Circle in the future, but everybody's been saying, you know, like, basically, we're just now all in The Circle. Yeah. <laughs> um, And they're probably, like, so well prepared to be quarantined. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but I don't know. It's like, if you find out there's a pandemic, you don't want to be with, like, fucking losers you're competing against on a reality <laughs> show. <laughs> I'd be like, I gotta go. I don't really care about this money. You I like need to go make sure like my losers. mom is taking this seriously. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Alyssa's stance on COVID nineteen. You just don't want to be with fucking losers. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was kind of all of my little to do list of what we should discuss today on this nice little isolation rainy day in LA yeah um and we have a fun episode for you guys today uh Vic Michaelis she's a UCB performer she's an actress um she's going to talk to us about Yolanda Hadid's show that no one has seen called <laughs> Making a Model and it's it's real good guys mm -hmm. and it's um, how appropriate that it is uh Yolanda and we have talked so much about Beverly Hills this morning exactly very yeah. true um Yes, Yolanda's like one of the great uh, Beverly Hills housewives. So I'm mm -hmm. excited we got to unpack it from a different angle, too. <laughs> All right, everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fun. Stay healthy. You know, do some masks and listen to our fucking fun podcast. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Bye. Bye. This is the hardest from being on our diet. I have to have a bite for good luck, though. Um, but not too big. No, that's too big. The half of that. Gigi's in charge of her own diet, but to be on your best weight... You gotta make the right choices. Hi guys, today we have a really fun episode with Vic Michaelis. She's a UCB improviser, she's an actress. We are gonna talk about the show Making a Model with Yolanda Hadid, which is a show I had never heard of before and I'm so glad you brought it into our life. It's... A wild show. Did you guys have a chance to watch like the trailer or anything? Oh, I watched it? the first five episodes. Just she like burned <laughs> through them very fast. I mean, it's <laughs> wild, isn't it? Yeah. Do you, did you watch Yolanda on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills at all? Okay, I'm gonna admit something to you guys right now. Yes, I have never seen a house. Oh my god, I'm wow, so excited to cool. tell you about her persona on Beverly Hills because it's I so different from making a model. <laughs> like she is the exact opposite of what she like portrays herself as on this show. Wild. So let's explain a little bit about what making a model is, just like the premise of it. Yes. So Yolanda Hadid of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills yes. fame uh, mm -hmm. decides to take five, spoiler alert, six later on in the yes. season, uh, <laughs> young aspiring models ages, what, 13 to 16? 16, yeah, which is a weird age range for me. Yeah, it's a very weird age range, especially because none of them can really do a ton of high fashion because the 13-year-olds are... Five three. Yeah, she's making them do runway. It's yeah. very. I mean, all of it's definitely very fun. Uh, and basically, the premise is it's them and their moms, mm -hmm. and they all go like live in this penthouse in New York in bunk beds. 
Yes. And it's kind of like Dance Moms meets America's Next Top Model meets The Apprentice a little bit. Absolutely. Wow. Um, right. We needed that. We yeah, also, we really needed that. look, I'm so great at show comps. Let me just like pitch the shit out of anything <laughs> to you. Please, please, please. Um, but we also would be remiss not to mention that Yolanda Hadid is the mother of Gigi and Bella Hadid, supermodel yes. extraordinaires, um, which she mentions quite a few times on the show and has her daughters both show up for like, Probably twenty minutes. And well, there's a little bit more available, so she's in like a little yes. bit more. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that GB. the tagline too? That's like anyone could be a Bella or a Gigi. That's yeah, like the main. I she think thinks so. like if your mom is smart enough, then you can just be molded into a supermodel. And basically. they make a huge point on the show to be like. Listen, your girls are pretty, but uh, they wouldn't have been anything without you and their personalities. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shut up. That's yeah. not true at all. Your daughters <laughs> are genetically perfect. Yeah. And that's a huge part of what got them there. And one of my favorite things about Yolanda, which I think is like a discrepancy between Beverly Hills and this show, is like when you saw her on Beverly Hills, I mean, she's fully admitted since she got off the show that she just went on Beverly Hills to get exposure for her daughters. Like, they weren't supermodels at the time. And you see her going to these photo shoots with Gigi because at the time, Yolanda did not think Bella could be a model, which is really funny. No. And you see her going to the photo shoots and literally, like, standing next to the photographer being like, Jin up! You look beautiful! More eyes! Like, you're confident! Whatever. And it's like, that's not how modeling is supposed to go. No. And then she's also, like, you see Gigi being like, Mom, I really want to eat this cookie or I really want to eat this hamburger. And she's like, no sugar, no carbs, no dairy. <gasps> yeah, it's crazy. And she's like, it'll be worth it, sweetie. When you're the top supermodel in the world, it'll be worth it. And she's like 17 at the time. It's wild. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, so yeah. crazy because she makes such a big point on the show to be like, hey, uh, girls are girls. Let yeah. them be themselves. No, no. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good impression. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then the other thing is, so on Beverly Hills, um, Yolanda, sorry, Bella. Sorry, Fredo's, uh, you know, he's learning and exploring uh, his relationship <laughs> with Vic. So you might hear him a little in the background. I can't tell you how difficult this is for me because and I hate to say it like this pets love me oh. and so to be this, he's making me work for it and I do appreciate oh. that he's just a curious little guy our podcast bodyguard <laughs> um, the other thing is Yolanda so Bella gets a DUI on Beverly Hills, like when <gasps> she's 18. She literally went to her friend's house in Malibu, drank some wine, and got pulled over by the cops. Oh, <laughs> And no. it's like, what is Bella going to do with her life now? Like, she, like, messed up her whole future. Turns out, if you buy yourself a whole new face, then you're fine. And then you can you're just be fine. a supermodel. <laughs> It wipes away your DUI record. You're gonna be fine. So that's like a little background of like Yolanda Hadid's like roots that she sort of doesn't allude to on this new show that she she has. Because she makes it seem like she she and her relationship with her daughters is like absolutely perfect. Yeah. Anytime there's like any kind of conflict between any of the any of the daughters and the mothers, she's just like, you know relationship is the most important thing. My daughters would never talk back to me like that. And then like three episodes later, you get Gigi being like, shut up. You need to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so who's your favorite girl on the show? Or like who stands out to you? Oh, that's a great question. I love Athena. She's one of our 13-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Very short. And fun fact, because the show was filmed in 2017, she only grew to be five six. Oh, no. Oh, no, Athena. Athena only grew to be five six, So she isn't doing runway but it's really funny because they're trying to like predict how tall everyone will be they're like yolanda's like you're right on track to be 510 or whatever and it's like how do you know that yeah honestly (laughs) oh that's exactly like the scales i look up for fredo fredo is currently like 18 pounds and like 15 weeks and i'm like googling like what will he be well he will do runway he will do runway no fredo is about that absolutely gonna stop the runway But yeah, why would Yolanda be able to like eyeball a 13-year-old and be like, you will be 6'1"? Like, you, you don't, <laughs> don't know. know. What it's do you know, so Yolanda? crazy. Is she hands-on the way that like Tyra is hands-on in Top Model by kind of like yelling at them during photo shoots? Or is it all just these weird challenges with no real lesson? Because I feel like the booty tooch from America's Next Top Model <laughs> and smizing are like concrete things that Tyra Banks could teach you that make you better at modeling. Yes. I would not say that Yolanda Hadid has made any of these girls better <laughs> no. models. I would say maybe what she's done is like 
planted a seed that if any of them had more personality, that they could do a reality show Mm -hmm. of some sorts. Mm -hmm. Here's also my biggest fear. This is a show that ran three episodes on television, and I believe the rest were just dumped onto Hulu. (gasps) What channel was it originally on? I am not a thousand. It was FY. (laughs) It was. It's now on Lifetime. Okay. Uh, But I think that it was originally produced because the trailer had uh, something. What's that one with an F? It's not FYC that's for your consideration, <laughs> but it was a channel I had never heard of before, and now they're on yeah. Lifetime. Yes. Okay, great. But I know that, uh, like, in the schedule, they just ended up dumping the rest of the episodes. Uh, mm. So it, my biggest fear is that people that were on that show have Google alerts and are going to find this episode oh. and listen to us. Come come to us and be mad yeah. or happy or what? come on the podcast. We'll uh, talk to all the moms. What a freaking <laughs> dream. I right? have to admit that I thought, so I had uh, w- a long time ago, we had like set up this interview and then in my mind, I just remembered the show as model behavior, which oh, Loki, right. great name for a yes. show. But I kept Googling model behavior with Yolanda Hadid. Oh, no. And it's a movie. It is a movie. It's There's a, a Disney movie, Channel original a Disney movie Channel with Justin movies. Timberlake in it. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yes. And I was it's like, this back. is different. And then... Lo and behold, if you just start Googling Yolanda Hadid model, a bunch of other shit comes up. Yeah. So I was like, wow, I really have to dig deep to find this show. <laughs> so like the weird part about this show is that we're sort of like um, making a lot of money off of like middle schoolers being mean to each other and also yes. mixing in some high schoolers. And at one point, Lillian, who became like one of my favorite characters, she's like, they just give it to Michaela because she's the tallest. Like all <laughs> the time. Oh, wow. like, she's like, it doesn't matter if she, you know, whatever. I just Lillian, think that's the so absolute funny. villain of the season. Do yes. we want to know what she's up to now? Yes. yes. Logging. Yes. I love wow. that for her. Good yeah. for her. She Makes wasn't. perfect sense. She wasn't made for the no. runway world. She didn't want to be there. She was like way, she was the personality of the show. Absolutely. Yes. She Lillian is like 13. Her mom is like a little bit cuckoo. Lillian is the direct foil to everything Yolanda wants to do. She's like got bleach blonde hair. She very much looks like a hot MySpace girl to me. <laughs> yes. Do they win something? $5,000 a challenge just yeah. like in they a check. They just give it to them. I think what? Yolanda cuts a personal check. And Are it's you? Just yeah. Like <laughs> it's crazy. $5,000 so for you. But, and it's, but it's not, there's no elimination, right? She's not like kicking girls off. No, but she does say like who's in the bottom, kind of yeah. like Dance Moms. Lillian's in the bottom many, many, many times. Most and of the cries time. like a lot because she's just too like mouthy for Yolanda. Yeah. But the crazy part is she starts off in the top two yeah. and is like, and then um, uh, what's her face is in the bottom. Uh, the one that is just constantly crying yes uh, Mackenzie Mackenzie she has like social anxiety yes which is like and then she's like mean to her mom and Yolanda doesn't like that Yolanda <laughs> doesn't like it she talks back to her mom but anyways like uh uh Lillian's like I can't believe that she's upset I can't believe that she's crying and then proceeds to be in the bottom yeah truly for the rest of the show and cries and like cries a lot stop yeah it's a very funny foreshadowing I was telling Taylor too I thought this was so funny that like Yolanda so Yolanda says let's get back to your roots Lillian as God intended you she's like part Native American um and so she which basically to Yolanda means you shouldn't have bleach blonde hair and green contacts in your eyes and so Yolanda's like let's strip your blonde hair color and go back to like a more natural brown whatever which by the way again very funny because like her daughters could not be more altered from what God intended and also her hair is bleach blonde yeah exactly (laughs) um so whatever so Lillian like gets her hair dyed brown or like some of the color taken out and she comes out and she's like trying to smile and put on a show and then in the interview with her mom she's like I hate it and then two days later they go somewhere into New York City and get it dyed blonde again and Yolanda like she shows up to a challenge like that and Yolanda's like what ha- what happened to your hair <laughs> it's crazy what is going on it was a lot of drama yeah that didn't really have a huge payoff she was just like you said you'd give it a week and she was like and Lillian's like I did and she's like you gave it two days yes yeah. <laughs> um I Gosh, mean how does your hair not fall out at that point it basically it was it, yeah. it, it looked kind of green and then they kept commenting on how ratty it was and like mm. how dry it was I don't know did you feel like the parameters of how they were being judged for each challenge were clear or unclear I mean deeply unclear, unclear. <laughs> it really did feel like most of the time it was like 
whatever Michaela is doing is correct. Mm-hmm. Athena is doing it wrong, but we like it anyway. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is just really needs to step it up if they want to yeah. make it in this industry. <laughs> what were some of the things that Yolanda was like weirdly judging them on? Early on, it was like 13 year olds shouldn't wear high heels. And it's like, based on what? You know? Yeah, it was also a very bizarre thing where it was just like, there's one shot of uh, uh, one of the girls like sitting down in heels. I think maybe it was Athena or something yeah. like that. And she was like, look at how uncomfortable she looks in those shoes. And it's like, she's sitting down. Yeah, in, like, how can heels. you? She's uncomfortable because she's in Times Square trying to do a trying photo shoot on front the fly of with a $50 budget. Like, mm. what the? And um, your mom is yelling at you. Like, yeah. that was the one where your mom is your artistic director. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, no. something everybody does on every set at some yeah. point in time. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask about is the, and I just want to have a general conversation about bathing suits this season. This is yeah. something that's been on my mind. Yeah, so please. there was like a bathing suit photo shoot for these girls and some of the bathing suits I was like, fine, they look normal. I mean, look, they're like 13 to 16, so it's going to be kind of weird. But um, I was like, okay, whatever. You know, some of them I probably would have worn when I was 13. But guys, the fashion of bathing suits the one piece slim, you know, crotch area <sighs> slash yeah. most of your booty being out is getting so out of hand. It's basically <laughs> like we're wearing a Borat or yeah, Borat one piece or like a Bruno like one piece. Yeah. And to see that on 13 year old girls like running and jumping in the ocean, I was just like, okay, Ugh. so somebody had to wax them. Like somebody like it's like a whole thing that you don't need on yeah, TV. Yeah. I mean, it feels very, very invasive. There is like a whole plot point in that mm-hmm. portion of it too, where one of the moms of the one of the 13 year olds is like, it, the shoot is, like, getting a little bit, like, risque. Like, yeah. I'm not loving this. And Yolanda Hadid is just like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> how dare you think that I would ever do anything? I, I'm not doing anything I wouldn't do for my own daughters. I'm a mother. Yeah. You know I'm a mother. Oh, right? my God. Makes a huge deal But in real it. life, like, if you have a kid who is, let's say, doing commercials and they're modeling and they're 13, and it, as a parent, then you are able to go, no, we're not going to even go to this audition or this open call for a swimsuit line or anything that I think that is too sexy. But when you participate in this show and Yolanda's calling the shots i imagine it's a lot harder to be like no actually i'd rather mm, not yeah yeah because it's crazy. possible for a 13 and 14 year old to model in a like i don't know healthy normal way yes. right yeah. where you're not wearing thongs like that makes sense absolutely the girls in limited to ads when uh, i was growing up were very wholesome yeah. and lovely what a dream a girl from my middle school was in all of the limited to shut catalogs. up wow her name was natalie she was beautiful and it was all i wanted oh my myself. god i cannot imagine what that must have been like because i was so envious of all the girls in the limited to ads and you actually knew one in real life yeah. in middle school wasco illinois wow. she just like wow. she would and and she'd get the catalogs and she'd sometimes like come like wearing <gasps> the outfit. And she had like oh a very God. small part in the movie where she got killed. And we were all just like, tell us, oh how my do we God. do this? Where is Natalie now? I wish I knew. Wow. If I was I a limited to, to model, all I would do is show pictures of people like of me modeling limited to to everyone I met. She always had the catalog yeah, with her. Amazing. Also always. it's only funnier with time. What a specific like <laughs> I, retro mania, store and brand. I would love if I was a limited to model. I, oh my God. When I was in fifth grade, we had our like first school dance. And so my best friend thank you so much. And <laughs> my best friend and I went to limited to and we were like, okay, we're gonna find the sexiest outfit <laughs> we can find. We tore through limited to and you know again we're in fifth grade so we put nothing back on the hanger just like throw it all on the ground like just keep grabbing stuff in and out whatever and we got in such big trouble from my best friend's mom who had worked retail for like a good chunk of her life and she was like you guys do not respect limited two and we will not be coming back here until you learn to hang things up like whatever and after trying on the entire store I just decided to wear a black bandana as a shirt with (laughs) rhinestones on it yes Yes. And then people tried yes. to untie it for the whole entire day. Of course. <laughs> wow. Anyway, 
that's you're my very fashion forward. Oh, thank you. I honestly, I would wear that again today if oh, I yeah. if, they, if there's an adult. I would wear that it. bandana. I also am. I just like saw a flash of my future as that mom. Yeah, like I am so gonna be that mom that's like screaming at kids <laughs> in the limited <laughs> tubing, like hang things back up. Yeah, or it's gonna be more so when they're at restaurants and stuff, and I would be like, do you know how long the server has been working on yeah, their feet exactly. for you to be a little shit? Yeah, <laughs> I literally remember being like, um, there's people who work here to do that. Like, <laughs> so awful. Oh my god. Um. Yes. Well, what was I gonna say? Uh, what are some? Okay, so Carrington, who is a YouTube star, what do we think of her? I mean, another person who came in, I was like. I don't know if I'm going to like this person and then like won me over in a big way only to do a hard flip. Interesting. She got bottom two her first time in and she's like, thank you for the learning opportunity. It doesn't matter where I am. I just appreciate being here and getting the feedback. And I was like, Carrington, I love this. What an (laughs) attitude. What a mature way to handle this. You are going to be a breath of fresh air in this house. Mm -hmm. Immediately afterwards is like starting to have a little bit of a meltdown. What did she? I don't think I got there. What ended up happening? Not in like a huge way, but like definitely somebody who starts getting weepy because she is constantly in the bottom too. Right. Pulls a little bit of a Lillian. Also like Carrington. <laughs> okay. So Carrington, it's very strange the way they bring her in. They bring her in like weeks after the other girls have started. Yolanda keeps saying, and this is like psychotic. I have been searching high and low for that classic all-American California girl with blonde hair, like a Malibu vibe, and I just haven't been able to find her. And it's like... What? um, Spoiler, Yolanda Hadid lives in Malibu, and I'm sure, like, plenty of celebrity children are walking around looking exactly like that. No, it's wild. Also, you've just dyed Lillian's hair back to brown because you... I mean, like, all of it is so wild. Carrington's hair wasn't even naturally blonde no like, um not so even a what little a weird they bring her in has. she has two million youtube subscribers which becomes a large plot point what like ends up happening with that in the sense that yolanda references it constantly yeah anytime carrington is around it, it has nothing to do with carrington as a person all it is <laughs> is just like and this is the one that has a million followers on youtube yeah. and everybody's like oh very good very exciting but in the world like in any industry that's (laughs) she also is like hired just on that alone like yeah this show what are you doing here it's very confusing it's also confusing like her mom seems to be confused that her mom is also expected to be on camera (laughs) yes Um, i was just about to ask are any of the moms famous they're regular moms no they're They're regular they're all (laughs) regular that's so brutal (laughs) there's even like one vicious conversation where yolanda's like going toe-to-toe with the mom who's uncomfortable with the swimsuit i think situation and she was like this mom is from portland and yolanda's like basically talking down to her and saying like well you don't know how to do high fashion you don't know how to do editorial like all this stuff and the mom is like well we've done magazines uh and and we've worked Worked with like some of the best sports brands like in the world or whatever, and then Yolanda's like, uh, "I don't think a magazine in Portland is the <gasps> same as Elle or Vogue." Oh and then she was like, God. "Well, we did a magazine in um, Paris," and then Yolanda's like, "What's the name of it?" And she's like, "You don't even know. Nobody's even heard of it." Oh it's crazy. my God. It's, it's wild. so wild. <laughs> um, but I mean, in just like a fun way. Yeah. I think my biggest beef with this show, like, really is that, like, Yolanda is just not that interesting of a character. Right. In the sense that it's, like, it's very much, having watched that show, I'm like, oh, her kids love her. She's, like, a super protective, perfect mom who Mm -hmm. was, like, maybe a little bit, like, uh, like, helicopter-y. And now hearing that, like, that's not exactly the case in that way is very interesting. It's very jarring. She's very calculated. She, yeah. yeah. And she also would be very wishy-washy on the show and like she would play victim at other times and then try to be, like be a bully at other times and was like never very good at either in my opinion. Yeah. She also, got eaten alive, right? Yeah. Well, uh, what I was oh going to say, what we haven't mentioned is that... Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's hard to say with a straight face. Um, there's a whole plot line that she has Lyme disease, and then it's like there. Some people like Lisa Renna tries to insist that she has Munchausen's. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I yeah. love that. Speaking of which, you have, have you Munchausen's? Been, no, mm, I wish. <laughs> no, uh, the have you guys been following the uh, Jamila? 
what's her face from Good Place? Yeah, with w- which part? Because I feel no. like her life is always in the news for different reasons. No, what's going on? She's been in the news a lot recently. But there was this whole thing that just came out where somebody on Instagram was like. She has Munchausen's and like posted all of this like stuff about like a bunch of stories that she told that had changed and been different and how like she's got the story about like getting chased by bees and running into traffic and being bedridden. And then it it, like became popular enough that yesterday she was like, hi, I just need to address this for a second because somebody said I had Munchausen's. That's crazy. (laughs) I don't. That story happened 13 years apart. I ran into traffic because of bees twice. Oh, my (gasps) God. It's like it. I feel like Jamila Jamil's like entire publicity and career is always like crazy stuff in the background, and then her having to pop up on Twitter and be like, "Hi, um, correction, really fast. Um, I actually don't uh, date a purple dinosaur, so or like whatever it is." Um, but you, so Yolanda on Beverly Hills, like she became very ill with Lyme disease. It ruined her marriage to David Foster. Wow. Um, on, actively, like, on the show, he was, like, mad that she couldn't get up and go. You know, David Foster likes to perform at the piano oh, no. in his living room for, like, his guests, and Yolanda used to, like, sit on the piano <laughs> and kind of, like, be fun and encourage him, and, like, she was too tired to do things like that. She was too tired just to kind of wiggle on the piano. Yeah. <laughs> too tired to wiggle on the piano, and, so and he was like, I'm gonna go date a 25-year-old. Yes. No. Yeah, now McPhee. he's engaged to Catherine McPhee. Yes. And you, oh, that's. Yes. Oh, Aaron okay. and Sarah, Sarah Foster? <laughs> Aaron. Aaron and Sarah Foster, yeah. Are that's their her dad. Age. So those used to be <sighs> her stepdaughters. It's fucking wild. If you look at the web of these people, they're all like related somehow. We should put that web on the Instagram. Yes. <laughs> did, I, I, did I sound like a I mom just now? Yeah. <laughs> in the best way. Thank you. You are a mom. So <laughs> that whole I am thing, a dog mom. She basically got off the show because her Lyme disease was too difficult. And at one point, like nobody believed her. So she brought all her medical records and just threw them at people at a lunch. <laughs> So I watched the show and I was like, I'm so glad to see that she's recovered from her Lyme disease. Oh, and she can walk around New York. Wow, it's, it's wild. Wild. <laughs> with the way you guys are pitching it too, that maybe she was because she was still good TV. Like yeah. she was really good TV. She was great on you know an already great franchise of Real Housewives. But <laughs> I wonder if there was a little too much freedom given to her with yes. this show because. The way you guys are describing it, like the challenges being a little arbitrary and confusing and like her pitching a very like uh, pristine and wholesome relationship with her daughters. Like, I wonder if if they just let Yolanda run with it. Yeah. And then they saw the first few episodes and were like, oh, no, 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 this is bad now. It's a confusing modeling show and you are being fake. Absolutely had to have been what happened, right? She must have been an EP on it who got like final cut approval. Yeah, right. And she's like the gatekeeper to Bella and Gigi, which I'm sure they probably thought was going to be the selling point of the show, right? Yes. And Bella does kind of like show up with flowers to this yeah. house <laughs> at one point with everybody, and she's just like, let's talk. And the one with social anxiety yes. is like, can I pull you aside for a second? And Bella's like, absolutely. Yeah. And they like go and chat and about like uh, being anxious in public for a little bit. Yeah. And then they come back and then that's kind of it. Yeah. Mm. And then all the other girls are like, uh, like Lillian is literally like, um, Mackenzie. Well, I can't remember that girl's name. I think it's Mackenzie. I think it's Mackenzie. But she's like, Lillian is like, uh, Bella hung out with Mackenzie one-on-one because she has some kind of disease. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, Lillian, you are so mean and I love it on TV and I'm very scared of you in real life. Yes, yes. Yeah, wow. I can't, uh, the last time, basically anytime I'm at a mall or the Grove or something, I am terrified by gaggles of 13-year-olds because now they too. all look like Kardashians <sighs> yeah. and they're all very scary and very intimidating. I've so like, I can't imagine dealing with one that was on a modeling I've show. I've straight up I like mean, turned around and gone the other way when like many teenage boys were walking my direction before. Absolutely. They're terrifying. I am 26. Mm-hmm. My youngest sister is 16. Yeah. Uh, and she, I love her, but the other day she got like very upset at me for not answering a text message Whoa. that she never sent me. Oh no! <laughs> 
I was like, Sarah, I cannot find this anywhere. And she's like, I sent it to you two days ago and you haven't responded to me. And I was like, Sarah, I'm not seeing this anywhere. And then she went back and looked and realized that she typed it, but never sent it. Oh my uh, gosh. So that's the kind of energy that teenagers <laughs> are bringing these days. I yeah. think they're dealing with a lot. The planet is dying. Yeah. There's an existential crisis. They're very aware of it. Mm-hmm. They, they're very accepting. They're very tolerant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything is, is fine, uh, mm-hmm. which is great and beautiful but that also weighs on a young mind, I think. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. The inacceptance of a lot of the world versus the society that they're trying to create. And it manifests itself in being mean at malls still. Being mean at malls and, like, doing... And their exposure to just, like, contouring YouTube videos that, like, if only Alyssa and her bandana (laughs) tied around her boobs... (laughs) Could have had like imagine fifth grade Alyssa now Contoured with contour all of these <laughs> videos like their access to everything and they tackle it with such confidence like I, I feel like I walk into a Sephora and I'm like I don't know I don't even know if I should wear eyeliner crazy and yeah. then I see that these kids fucking nailing it they look like full on yeah. Kardashian yes. drag queen yes I just want to say one other tangential thing in the vein of what we're talking about Please. that's going to make us all feel a thousand years old so wait. I'm little background in a fight with Taylor's boyfriend about um, Britney Spears versus Billie Eilish we don't need to get into it oh, but um, wow. somebody told me that Billie Eilish was quoted like someone asked her like what are your favorite movies um, and she goes oh man <laughs> I really loved the Babadook growing up. And I was like, no, Bitch, this movie came out four fucking years ago, but I guess you were 12 years old then. <gasps> so it would be when you were growing up. I hate that. Oh, <laughs> wow. I kind of love being old, though, because it's hilarious. Alyssa also pointed out the funniest moment at the Oscars when Eminem did his surprise performance and it cuts to Billie Eilish in the crowd just like with a furrowed brow like, and a like, slightly man? open mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Billie Eilish does not know who Eminem is. <laughs> it's like not even making an effort to look like she does. I anyway, love that. I get a real oh kick my out God. of teenagers. Like it's just somebody's make a wish, and she's just like, "Oh, I guess that's nice that he's on stage." Yeah, that's <laughs> insane. I love the Babadook growing up. Okay, well, that's I still live in the same apartment I lived in when the Babadook came yeah. out. So <laughs> I guess a lot has changed for you, Billy. Billy Eilish. Anyway. Um, this was so delightful. Um, can you plug some of your fabulous shows that you do that uh, are also reality related? I would love to. Um, I used to run a show for a long time called Are You the Two? I'm not running it anymore, but mm-hmm. it was a play on Are You the One, uh. Uh, which I know you've done an episode about uh, a wonderful television show where yes. we would get uh, 16 comedians and they would get paired up. And over the course of uh, four episodes, they'd have to figure out who their perfect match was. Wow. Uh, currently, I run a show called uh, Anything Goes Half Improvised Musical Theater. Oh, that's oh fun. Oh, my God. It's very, very fun. Uh, are you guys musical people? Yes. You know? Oh, my God. I want to come. Oh, please, please, please. We'll have you on the show at some point. Taylor is uh, glowing. I am. I'm like truly like, <laughs> she wow. She loves musical theater. I what love it, but gift. Taylor loves, loves, loves. It's a very fun show. We uh, so we take like famous musical theater duets, and then half of the people are on book and prepared, and then the other person comes in and improvises. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Very very fun. It's it feels stressful. If you're on book, it's not quite as stressful. I think (laughs) is when you're improvising, there's less work up front, but then you get there and it's like, oh, whoops, I don't know what's happening. Oh no, musical (laughs) improv is insanity to me. I'm so blown away by it. I'm so excited. (laughs) Uh, Same. Uh, And then I'm on Harold Night over at UCB, which is not really reality related. That's okay. That's still um, very impressive. I won't go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's absolutely Uh, fair. Garbage. Yeah, Harold and Maude over at UCB. Very fun. Uh, Not reality show related. And where can people find you? At VIC, MMIC, across most platforms. Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. 